Good evening and welcome to our very first Sisterhood Online. I am so grateful that you have taken a moment out of your week to be with us. I know that it looks a little bit different, that it feels a bit different to what we had planned for this gathering in this moment. We didn't expect to be in the middle of a global pandemic, but here we are online for the first time ever. And I'm just excited and expectant for what God wants to do in each of our hearts this evening. I know that He is in the midst of this gathering, that He is in the midst of this moment, that He has something incredibly special for each and every one of you who's chosen to be here this evening and so I just want to welcome you and say that it is amazing that we as a sisterhood can gather in this way it is a great privilege and you know there have been many things that we can we can take away from from this moment in history many things that we can be grateful for many things that are good and we can learn from but one of the things that has really broken my heart is that we've been prohibited together because I know that, that we gather for strength and gathering is so key to who we are as a church. And so I'm grateful that we have this platform in which to do this. And I know that, that the word is, is truth. And it says that when two or more gathered, he is here. He positions himself in our gathering. And so I know that as we gather around the name of Jesus this evening, you are going to be encouraged and you are going to be comforted by the word of God and you are going to walk away stronger than when you sat down this evening. So wherever you find yourself tonight, I want to say be here, be in this moment. I know that God wants to speak to you. And so I want to pray for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you are with us in this moment. Thank you that you that you knew that this would happen, that you are not surprised by this moment, and that you've positioned yourself in the midst of this gathering. You're in each and every home. You're with each and every single girl who's leaning in right now. And I want to thank you that you're going to speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you just agree with God that he is going to meet with you, that he is with you in this moment. I believe I have a message for us this evening that is prophetic in nature, that it is going to encourage and equip us for the season that we find ourselves in, but also for the seasons that we'll walk into in, in the future. And so the title of my message this evening is Shame Off You. Why don't you just say that out loud, type it in the comments if you want to remember it, but Shame Off You. And I have three promises that I believe are going to propel us forward in times of pain. I'm going to be speaking from the scripture in Isaiah, um, but, what I, but what, what I really want to talk about this evening is this, this idea of shame. I don't know about you, but I've wrestled in this time to break free from some of the shame that I have felt in this moment, in this very season on, on the earth, a season of a, of a global pandemic. You know, there's, there's shame of, but for me that I found that there's shame in my life because I've been found in no man's land, a place where I feel like I have nothing really to show for myself. There's shame around feeling like, you know, life right now feels like it's worth nothing. All the hopes and dreams that you and I may have had for the future seem to be like they're lost. There's shame around not being enough in this moment, not being the wife that we hope we could be, not being the mother that we thought we would be, not being the friend that, you know, we know we should be. There's so much shame, feelings like we don't belong, you know. 
There's shame in our homes. There's shame in our marriages from past and present. Shame relating to our kids, the way that we interact with them around who they are, the way that they learn. Shame around our business and our work and some of the failure that we may be experiencing. And so I believe what I'm going to bring to you tonight is going to encourage us and help us see that when we take hold of the promises of God, that they will strip shame from our lives. And you know, the people of God, the Israelites, in, 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 in the Old Testament, there was a, a period of, in history where they were in exile, where they were taken out of their homeland, they were exiled into, a, into another place, and they felt ashamed because they had, they had rejected their God, and it had brought them into a time of trouble. And it's into this context that God speaks. And I want to read to you from Isaiah 54. He speaks in the midst of their great shame. It's into a foreign land as they're facing great failure that God speaks in Isaiah 54. And I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. It says, Rejoice with singing, you barren one. You've never given birth. Burst into a song of joy and shout, you who've never been in labor. For the deserted wife will have more children than the married one, says Yahweh. Increase is coming. Everyone say that. Increase is coming. So enlarge your tent. Add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back. Make the tent ropes longer and the pegs stronger. You will increase and spread out in every direction. Your sons and daughters will conquer nations and revitalize desolate cities. Do not fear for your shame is no more. Do not be embarrassed for you will not be disgraced. And then I'm going to jump to verse 10. It says, even if the mountains were to crumble and the hills disappear, my heart of steadfast faithful love will never leave you. And my covenant of peace will with you will never be shaken, says Yahweh, whose love and compassion will never give up on you. Amen. Can we just say amen to the beautiful promises of God that we find within scripture? Promises that are, are a sure footing for you and I to stand on in times of trouble and times of uncertainty. And you know, in this scripture, the Israelites who are in exile are likened to a barren woman. You know, a barrenness, the inability to produce a child, to produce life, is associated with shame. I want you to imagine the shame of this people as they're likened to a barren woman. Imagine the sorrow, imagine their disappointment, imagine their desolate nature. And yet, even amidst their shame, God brings great promises to them that even though they find themselves in a certain way, even though they may be feeling certain things about who they are, God reminds them that this is not their portion and that there are promises that they can take hold of that are in their future, that they can take hold of right now. And the first promise in a, that we find in Isaiah 54 is the promise of joy, even in great pain. I want you to hear this this evening. Even in great pain, we can experience great joy. We have a promise of joy that is given to us. We can take 
access of the joy that heaven gives us. It is a promise, even amidst this season where there is so much pain and so much grief and so much uncertainty, we can take hold of great joy. If you, you know, barrenness, although it was a state um, of the Israelite nation in that time, they were being likened to a barren woman. It can be a spiritual condition. If you're feeling like, if you're feeling a sense of barrenness in your life right now, you know, like my life is not producing anything, you feel barren within you with, with what your life is becoming. This can be broken by praise and worship. The prophet Isaiah encourages the Israelite nation to sing, to sing for joy, to bring praise to their God because of what, of the promises that he was laying before them. They were not promises that they were experiencing right now. They were in their future. And so the prophet encourages them, sing, sing, because your promise is coming. Your portion, the things that God has for you are coming I believe that joy is an antidote for shame. Joy and shame are master emotions, but they live on polar opposite ends of the spectrum. Great joy and great shame. One is extremely positive and one is very negative and they cannot coexist. When there is great joy, shame cannot be found. And so I want to encourage you girls, as you find yourselves in a season that is marked by grief and uncertainty and pain, begin to sing, begin to praise, begin to lift your voice with gratitude because that ashes in joy. And what joy does is it strengthens our souls and it completely obliterates shame in Jesus' name. The second promise found in the scripture is a promise of provision and increase. Even in this barren season, there is a promise of increase and provision to come. And our response is to ready ourselves for this increase. It is not to manufacture the increase that we need or the things that we think we need right now in this season. Our response is seen in scripture is to ready ourselves because the promise is that the increase is coming. I want to tell you this evening, this season will end. We are going together again. I want you to write this down. We will be together soon. But you know what? We don't know when that's going to happen. We don't know when the increase is going to fall upon us. And so what we need to do as the church, what we need to do as the woman of God is ready ourselves for the increase that God wants to give us, to enlarge, to strengthen, to lengthen, to extend. The scripture says to hold nothing back. It is not comfortable. This enlarging and strengthening and lengthening and extending is these are not comfortable words this is not a comfortable season but i believe we're being called to ready ourselves for the increase and in provision that god wants to give us the favor the influence that we, he wants to put on his church for seasons to come i want to encourage you hold nothing back from your marriages hold nothing back from your children 
if you have a dream of what your marriage could look like, if, you, if you're believing something for your children, I want to encourage you to sow, to sow seeds in this season, even in the barren state that you may feel like you're in, even if this season feels dry and empty, continue to sow, to enlarge, to sow seeds, to be generous. Can I encourage us with our finances? Do not hold back. Now is not the time to pull everything together and to put everything under the mattress and hide away. It's to continue to be faithful, to give generously. You know, when I arrived here in Mauritius, when I, and it became apparent that we would be here for a lot longer than I expected, I remember sitting on our little terrace and saying to God, give me opportunities to sow in every way that I can. And I promise you, I will be faithful with the opportunities that you put in front of me because I, I believe that God has called both Dylan and I to have an influence in Africa. And so even though we're in a foreign land and it's completely not what we expected and I don't necessarily have any certainty around what tomorrow holds, when there is an opportunity placed in front of me to sow into the next season, to sow into what God wants to do on this continent, I, am, I have chosen to be faithful to that. And the promise, this promise of provision and increase, it strips us of shame because it puts all the power in God's hands. It's not about what we can manufacture in this moment or what we can do to make things happen. It's not about us fixing the problem. It puts all the power in God's hands and says the increase in the power and the provision is coming from Him. What we need to do in this moment is to ready ourselves for that day, for when it comes, for the influence, for the favor that may be upon our lives in seasons to come. The promise of increase removes shame because it reminds us that He's going to do it. He's the one that brings the provision and the increase. Our charge is to get ready. And I want to encourage us as a sisterhood. I reminded us in the beginning of this year as we gathered for the first time that I believe God is, is, is raising up the women in South Africa. He is raising up the women in our nation and He is calling us to shape a culture of womanhood in our nation. Can I say to you, this is not something that I said when times were easier. Now we're in a time that's significantly more confusing and confusing and difficult and so that doesn't apply it applies now more so than ever because you you have the capacity the will the tenacity the strength and the favor upon your life to shape something in your home and your city and in our nation and so ready yourself for increase ready yourself for increase enlarge stretch lengthen and extend you are enough, you are chosen, you are seen, you are positioned for increase, you have joy, this is your portion, so shame off you. And the third promise that is found within the scripture is found within verse 10 and it is incredibly powerful, I want to read it to you again, it says, even if the mountains were to crumble and the hills disappear, my heart of steadfast, faithful love will never leave you. And my covenant of peace, everybody say peace, with you will never be shaken, says Yahweh, whose love and compassion will never give up on you. You and I who live 
under a new covenant, the covenant of Jesus Christ, not what the Israelites were accustomed to, but, but the new covenant that you and I live in because of Jesus, we live under what is called a covenant of peace. We live in and we live from a covenant of peace that is founded upon a firm foundation of Jesus Christ and his grace. And though the mountains may crumble and the hills be removed, it's speaking of the areas of structure and prominence in our lives, the high places, perhaps the the things that we have, have looked to and found our worth and identity in. It's saying if those things crumble and are removed... Even though nothing makes sense right now, even though there's great uncertainty, even though life isn't necessarily turning out like we'd planned, and even if from this point, even if it gets worse and everything collapses, even if our structures and supports give way, even if we lose everything, even if our lives become a complete failure, even still, nothing changes. Because scripture is complete truth. It doesn't waver according to the season that we find ourselves in. Even if all of that were to happen, our portion is still peace. And can I tell you girls, shame, it completely shrinks and disappears in the presence of peace. Because peace is Jesus himself. The prophet Isaiah was promising the Israelite nation that a Messiah would come and he would, would completely solidify within their, within their people a covenant of peace, the covenant that you and I live in and live from. Jesus obliterated shame. He obliterated shame and condemnation at the cross. You and I do not have to live under the weight of shame anymore because of all that he did all that he conquered, all the victory that he won in that moment. His life, his words, his peace shout loud over humanity in this moment and it shouts loud over your life, shame off you. And the promise is we, we will not live in the absence of fear. We won't live in the absence of uncertainty, but rather we will live in the presence of peace because the ultimate promise that you and I can take hold of is is of Jesus himself, a promise that we would be saved and restored, that we would be built and renewed and we would be reconciled to God himself. And so, you know, there is trouble right now, girls. There's trouble, there's uncertainty, there's so much pain, there is much hopelessness. I'm fully aware that the world is broken today, that people are crying out for mercy and justice. People are looking for ways to understand the season, ways to make it through. And we have the opportunity as the woman of God in our nation to choose to fix our eyes on something that is certain in very uncertain times. And what is certain today is that the promises of God found within Scripture, they do not change. 
they do not waver, they cannot be faltered, they cannot, they cannot disappear when things become confusing and uncertain. They are sure. And we are told that all of his promises, a few of which are found in Isaiah 54, a promise of joy, a promise of increase, and a promise of peace, all of his promises are yes and amen to those who are loved, who love him and are called according to his purposes. All of his promises are yes and amen. And so you this evening, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you're walking through in this moment, you can expect God to restore something in your life. If there is brokenness and barrenness and shame, you can expect restoration. You can expect God to deliver you from this time of trial, from this trouble. You can expect God to rebuild the ruins in our lives. He promises us that we will, we will have revival in this moment and that our offspring will revitalize desolate cities. That is a promise that I can take hold of, that the generations to come from me will revitalize something that has been broken. All is not lost. And the truth of Scripture speaks aloud to us this evening to say, shame off you. God sees you, and He knows you, and He loves you. And just like a mother, and within this Scripture, talks about the compassionate love of God. Just like a mother would carry a child in her womb, that closeness, that protection, that intimacy, that speaks of the compassionate love of God. That is the love that he has for you that does not change, that cannot be undone in this moment as you figure out life on the planet during this pandemic. His promises are certain and they are true and they are for you. And I want to say to you tonight, begin to expect God to do something incredibly supernatural and powerful in your life. Watch him do it. He has done it before. He has done it before and he will do it again. Amen. Amen. If you're in agreement with truth, with the promises of God, why don't you say yes and amen in the comments right now. Begin to align your spirit with truth. Come into agreement with truth. Call yourself towards belief in this moment. And I want to pray for you. And I want to... I want to speak life over you and I want to declare shame off you today, tonight, in this moment. I thank you, Jesus, that you are here, that you have been here from the very beginning and you will be here right till the very end. And I want to ask God right now in this moment that you would begin to restore, that you would renew, that you would rebuild, that you would revitalize and that you would remove all shame in Jesus' name in this moment. I thank you that the promises over our lives, the promises that we can take hold of right now are promises of joy, of increase, and of peace. And we take hold of them in Jesus' name, and we say thank you. We sing your praise, God. We, we lift up your name. We give you all of the glory and all of the praise and all of the honor for who you are. And we thank you, we thank you in advance for all of the things that you give to us, all of the promises, and we say yes and amen for who you are and all that you give to us. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey, well, I want to say sisterhood and ladies from all over. I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah. And uh, we're joining you tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. I just got to be a part of the end process. But uh, we want to say thank you. And we're believing shame off you. Amen. Amen. Shame off you. Amen. So wherever you're joining us from, and uh, if you agree with this message, and if it's spoken to you, joy, increase, and peace, promises of God that remove the Amen. shame off us. And we're declaring that over your lives tonight, ladies. Mm. We really are. And so I want, to, I want to encourage you, wherever you are joining us from right now, come on, every single come lady, on. on your device, on your TV, on your laptop, wherever you are, link.tv, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, amen. amen. I want to hear it. I want to see the comments come tab. On. I want to see it God. moving, agreeing with God yeah. in Jesus' name. Amen. And so thank you again. We're praying for your families in this time. We can't wait to see you can't back wait. on home soil and in church and wherever you are. And so it's going to be incredible. So why don't you do this? All right. It's going to be over just now. And then you're going to be, oh. And when you go, ah, oh, you can do something. You can experience it again, this time with a friend. So share it. Take this yeah. live feed, share it with a friend, and let them know how it encouraged you because that way we're we good. get to take the message further and wider in Jesus' mighty name. So ladies, Amen. I just pray one more time that there would be shame taken off you tonight in Amen. Jesus' name. Joy, increase, and peace in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for tonight. Amen. Thank you for joining us. See you soon. I'm going to ask Tess to pray for us one more time, and, uh, and then I'm going to close tonight, um, you know. As you do. <laughs> hey, Link. Uh, um.